Okie dokie. So it's another beautiful day in Courtney, British Columbia. We're all in Darren's house in our lovely studio. Guys, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about the demo we did at Clever yeah. Crow a couple of days ago. Yes. Uh, no, so I, was, I wasn't able to attend. I had an immigration emergency. Right. I did deliver John his knives and I saw <laughs> Clever Crow Farm in Black Creek. It's gorgeous. Right. Gorgeous. I'd love to know how it went. Well, let's get cooking. Okay. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers to producers to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. Okie dokie. Well, a very good day to you. This is the Edible Valley podcast. My name is William. I'm the producer. And I'm chef Jonathan Fraser. And I'm the dishwasher, Darren Howlett. <laughs> You're the dishwasher now. Oh, you got that well, too. Yeah, if you listen to the episode, uh, or if you listen to the full unedited episode, you'll hear that's where I got my start. We could talk. I'm doing the dishes throughout the thing. I, I guess I'm the dishwasher. Now. You are a versatile <laughs> chap. All right. <laughs> Darren talks and cleans dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, I'd love to know how it went at Clever Crow Farm. Well, I would like to say I think it was successful. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I probably lost about three pounds in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely warm out there. Oh, my goodness. He was in well. full blacks in the hot afternoon sun and cooking up a storm. Well, and, and you over- know what? It's funny because I... It's it's amazing chef jacket technology because right. I came there in a t-shirt and started setting up and I just started sweating because right. like, and then I switched over and put that chef fun. jacket on and it was like oh actually this Job is done. nice and wow. nice and relaxed well, so it was working a lot for me so great I mean listeners could be listening at any time it could be January and minus ten you could be anywhere in the world <laughs> in British Columbia in the summer of 2021 we had our hottest ever day in the interior it was. 48, 47 yeah. in one uh, village in the interior, hotter than it ever has been in Las mm-hmm. Vegas, yeah. the hottest day ever in Canada, and here in the, here on the island it's been uh, at times in the mid, in the, no, in the low 40s, it's yes. 39, 40 yeah. degrees, yeah. so that's our situation right now, <laughs> John isn't just a sweaty guy, he's so much more, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't nerves, it was actually temperature, so good, good for tubing around here, but uh, oh gorgeous, yeah. so uh, yeah, so I think that what we've done is um, we've cut it up a bit, so that there's, we've got a bit of uh, some clips, some highlights, and um, uh, just of our experience there, but there is a full two hours, And we'll get into that later where people can hear that whole two hours. I would like to start off by painting a picture. Please do. Of this. So we, you turn down, uh, into the clever crow farm. Right. Oh yeah. And you go down into the, uh, to their storefront there and just to the side on the the right hand side of the store, they set up a couple tents and we had 10 chairs set up there for our, our guests. Uh, and then I had a couple tables set up, a demonstration table, and I had a nice three burner out there so that I could do some frying and, and cook some great food there. And then it was like, yeah, we had a little sink in the back so we could keep clean a couple coolers 
underneath the the table, which was great because everything was in their their walk-in cooler right. beforehand, and so I was able to bring it all over just to do the classes. So everything was like nice and well refrigerated, and and, and everything being midsummer, everything was so green, oh. yeah. light breeze in the air. I mean, it was just everything gorgeous. was at peak season. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, and so I think. Um, what did we start with, John? Do you remember? Well, I was just just grabbing my oh, you're grabbing your recipes, and yeah. recipes, and you know, like as we're doing podcasts, I'm like not prepared. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so yeah, like we did, I did three courses basically. Yeah. Well, three. Yeah, we'll say three courses. Uh, I started off with a a, a salad trio. So we did That's a right. traditional, I did a cucumber salad, which added a little fresh fennel to and dill in a yogurt. Actually, it's supposed to be in a sour cream, but I did a yogurt sauce. Mm. Uh, and then I did a spiced carrot salad, which was nice because we had some pureed raisins on the bottom of that with some nice uh, right. Courtney cheddar on top, like a nice sharp cheese. Oh, to go Courtney with cheddar. I was looking at oh. that. That's in thrifties. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Big supermarket. Uh, it's beautiful. And it's also a block from my house. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we did, a tr of course, a traditional warm potato salad. So that was my kind of, because it was all a German theme, because I right. was going back to my roots. Uh, for our second course, we did uh, schnitzel. Uh, so I did a nice breaded schnitzel, and I did a little zucchini goulash, which right. is sort of a little twist on a Hungarian goulash, so like a rich paprika tomato based with a whole bunch of fresh zucchinis because it's zucchini season out there right yeah, now nice. with the warm temperature and then we finished off with a traditional apple strudel and of course went back to my little bit of ice cream roots <laughs> and did a little tree island yogurt uh frozen yogurt yeah with gorgeous. that with some so, fresh raspberries from and, and i, I want to point out i was actually talking to my daughter after this when she asked how the episode went or how the demo went and john managed to cook or put together eight recipes, being the strudel, the ice cream, the schnitzel, the, you know, the breading, the salads, the dressings. In under two hours, he did all of this. I, I was like, I, I, I would be hard pressed to get halfway through there. Yeah. In time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and not only that, but he made a great show of it. You know, uh, we had some really well, in, I, great interactions with the guests. I had a great dishwasher, <laughs> 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 who was actually uh, able to keep that conversation going. So it was, yeah, we had a great time. So yeah. And I, you know, these these guys, I I dumped them in it at the last minute. I had an immigration emergency that I had yeah. to go and get some fingerprints done. I've just applied for my permanent residency here in Canada, and I had to get something done by a deadline, and I had absolutely no choice and these guys they just just went for it they were just like right okay well this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do this that and the yeah. other you know it was an hour before it was happening so thank you very much and yeah. you know it's just a really good thing just, yeah just glad that it worked out glad that you were able to get the, the thing that you needed to be at when <laughs> yeah. you needed to be there that's most important so. uh, and for the class most importantly you brought my knives <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely Go, you always whenever you do something like this you always leave something behind yes. i was always literally you, like oh i did leave something behind I didn't even think of that. I left you. Some of the ice cream was left over, and he's like, "Why don't you oh, take yeah. this to your daughter for her birthday?" Because it was her birthday. No. And we were about to make dinner, nice. and I left it. Of course, I forgot it. So, Brian, what did you forget? Uh, well, no, I I forgot my knives originally. Oh, get I see. there. Okay, so, yeah. uh, and I know that I gave Leah a beautiful um, paring knife because that's my kind of trait. <laughs> that every time I go somewhere, I leave a paring knife. So, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's why I don't buy fifty dollars paring knives. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So that's Great. that's it. So if you if John ever visits your house, you can have a, yeah. a cheap paring knife <laughs> left for you. Yeah. 
yeah, so we've uh, we've kind of cut together some highlights for you to listen to, uh, really pertaining to sort of the the overall mood and feel, and touching on you know technique and and entertainment value. And we'll hope you give a listen. Um, it should be, I think we're trying to put about 15 minutes together here. Of, if you get a real accurate feeling of what this happened. Yeah, we well, did. I thought we could at least just describe to Will. Sure. What he yeah. Missed, you know? yeah, because so, yeah, let's go I, over it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, right. So, so here we go. Do, uh, well, I just wanted to say, you know, thanks everyone for coming out on a nice hot summer afternoon. Um, this is John Fraser and Darren. I can't remember your last name. Howlett. Darren Howlett, yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, John's one of the current uh, chefs at Locals Restaurants. Yep. And Darren, you work at Locals Restaurant. You I also do. have a toy company. You, yeah. you do lots of different things. Yeah, I have, a small, of... I have a small catering business I've been doing for about eight years as well. And yeah, and then we have this podcast. Yeah, and you've been, how, long, how many years have you been doing the podcast for? Uh, this is my eighth year, but John's ninth. John yes. and Blaine started it. And then Blaine bowed out and I came in. And we used to, Brian and I used to live beside John on 12th Street, downtown Courtney. Yeah. And I think we were the second guest or third guest. You were the second episode. Second episode. Or Brian was the second episode. And then I think you were like the sixth episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been on like three times. Yeah. Yeah, They have us on every couple of years to check up on what's Well, you guys do something different all the time. Like first it's, we did, yeah, Yeah. first of all. So we've known each other for quite some time. Yes. And finally, we got Jonathan to come and do a cooking class. We thought it would be a really fun idea to turn it into a podcast yeah. as well. Like, that's yeah. know, pretty neat stuff. And here is Barb. Hi, Barb. <laughs> You're just in time. Thea gave us a great, uh, generous introduction. Um, we did, John went into a bit of an overview as to how the day was going to go and what he was going to be doing. And, uh, yeah, and then that brought up some... Immediately, we got into some questions with some of our longtime listeners that happened to be in the audience. Great. Okay. Excellent. Well, thank you all for coming out today. Uh, I have to be honest, I haven't done any cooking classes for a while. I guess about a year. <laughs> and before that, I was actually doing cooking classes with Lush Valley, and I was doing kids' cooking classes, which was a, it was a, a definite challenge and, and super <laughs> exciting because we had about eight to... There are nine to 14 year olds and we'd give them frying pans and make pancakes and and soup and all this fun stuff so this will be a little bit more relaxed and uh, we get to go back to and i said this as my roots and i will admit i am not german in any way (laughs) but my daughter is austrian so i've got a little bit connection there and also when i started off my career i started off at the kingfisher inn and I uh, did my apprenticeship under Le- Lucas Stiefvater, who was the owner of the, of the place there. So uh, I learned many things about schnitzels. We did a lot of schnitzel madness back in the day. And twice a year, we'd do a month of every schnitzel starting from nine ninety five and 10 different choices. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I, so delicious. I spent a lot of time cleaning pork loins and going through all those different avenues of it. And so I thought, why not? try a little cooking class and do some of those things and i'm going to try and power through this in two hours uh and hopefully get to you really enjoy some of these things and i thought you know definitely being down here on the farm i thought what a what an excellent way to use some of the products around here and and use some of the local local foods ah so that's where my i kind of had this image of um what was it a hoitigen which is you know from austria 
where they have it's a sort of a it's a wine bar sort of but the restaurant they created restaurants with wines and but they can only serve what's in there off their own property so I thought that's a nice way to start so that's why I'm gonna go through our, our little uh, dinner to or samples today uh, so I thought I'd do a little uh, salad uh, three course here so we're gonna do of course a warm potato salad uh, I've got this spiced carrot salad that I've wanted to do for the longest time so we're gonna play with that uh, and then of course everyone the classic cucumber cucumber salad which I'm adding a little bit of fennel because we've got that here uh, after that I'm gonna bounce around but we're gonna start off we're gonna do a little second course is gonna be schnitzel uh, and I thought I'd do a little goulash and do something with some paprika and zucchini because you always have lots of zucchini, especially growing up in this area. <laughs> it's, it's always the one thing. Uh, and then I thought I'd finish off with a little bit of uh, apple strudel. And since some of you know me for my ice cream, I went and did, uh, since I got some Tree Island yogurt, I did a nice little frozen yogurt. So we'll show you how to do all of those. and. Uh, we can all enjoy that. Mm -hmm. uh, feel free to ask any questions and I'll go from there. Uh, as we were doing a bit of an overview of what we were doing, we had some uh, customer, or sorry, some of our listeners um, ask a couple of questions about the show and uh, how we got to be. Ah, some of my favorite episodes, man. I, I, I really like, and I miss that we have been doing them lately is the interviews yeah. with uh, just the different guests like we've had. We've done almost a year of just coming up with our own content in our kitchen and living room because we couldn't have guests. So it's been, can't wait to get guests to again. To get the guests back in and we get yeah. to play around with that, so. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Brian and Leah are always fun. They're always like super fun to talk to and Arzina is always fun to talk to. And I rem one that always sticks in my head was we talked to, and this was before you, Yeah. was uh, Middle Mountain Mead was Heather. <laughs> I was just going to say that. That's a pretty lively episode. Yeah, and yeah. it was one of the first episodes, but it was funny because it was, I think we talked to her for about an hour and a half. Like, it just kept going and going. Like, we just kept finding different subjects. And after the hour and a half, then it was, uh, then we turned the mics off and we're like, that was good. And then sat there for another hour and a half and chatted some more. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That was Heather from Middle Mountain Mead. And I have not on, honestly- from Hornby, right? On Hornby yeah, Island, on Hornby. yeah. And so she came over. So maybe she just didn't want to go back to Hornby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then at, the, at that point, uh, John went into some deeper techniques uh, about what he was going to be using, um, maybe some methods that people hadn't nice. really thought of. Yeah. yeah. You know what I got really excited when we were listening to this? Yeah. Is that the sound effects in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a blender. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's like the, the mandolin. You hear the ch 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 yeah. chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, you could probably, I don't know. I mean, I think that John wants to get this pretty pureed. So I don't know if you'd be good with a masher, but. Yeah. I, you definitely something to puree it to really mix it up. Because yeah. you want to have a bit of pace. But like really any tool, like if you don't have an immersion blender or a blender, I bet you, I don't know, what could you do? Uh, you could definitely strain it and chop it. Yeah, really I was going to say, you chop as, and chop and chop. As possible, and then, uh, yeah. and then do that. This is kind of just the base for this one. Uh, the next one on this one is I took a bunch of, uh, bunch of ca carrot juice. 
So I brought this from, I did this at home in my own juicer, but you definitely could go into a grocery market and get the fresh squeeze there. And it's just a bit of the puree or just a bit of reduced. And then we've got our little- Do you want to turn that so people can see it? Yeah. So just kind of reduce it down. Yeah, and then uh, somebody asked, general, in, we were generally talking about the industry, uh, the food industry now that COVID restrictions are starting to ease up a bit and specifically asked how things were going for us at Locals. At Locals, yeah. And how are things going for you, Will, at Atlas? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Atlas, I mean, I don't know what is going on at your end. Mm. Very busy. Yeah. Really busy. Yeah, yeah. we get into that here. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's, I think it's actually grown. Like it's, you know, I can't say anything about the actual dollar numbers, but, or dollar figure, but, um, you know, Trish and Ronald just put on a new patio out front, like, uh, which was another, what, 30 seats? Yeah. So, yeah, and right now it's crazy. Like, it's, just, it's crazy busy there. So, that's great for them. Yeah. 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 And there's no, there's no end of things to look at. I mean, the building itself is beautiful. Out the gardens are beautiful. Like you're by the river, it's a beautiful place. Then what did I say? Scallions. Sorry, yeah, we're pulling this off. Sorry. And then we get to John doing a bit about uh, the equipment used, including the lack of equipment when you're reaching for it. Okay. <laughs> all, all of a sudden he needed a spoon. There uh, were none to be had. <laughs> we're, we're a little disorganized. But it was an organized mess. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was really surprised. You had almost every base covered, but but a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you could ask Leah for me? Sure. It's super helpful that I don't yeah. have. Yeah. It's spoons. Spoons? Yeah. For eating or for you? For dishing? For tasting. I okay. Think. That's my... I don't even know where Leah is at this moment. Should be just inside the door. Here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's got a whole bunch of spoons right there. Oh, there we go. Just a couple. No, I'm I'm more thinking of that I need to try some stuff. <laughs> There's a uh, yeah. I always my favorite thing about cooking is I get to sample as I go along. So. Yeah. fantastic okay so let's recap here you did potatoes little potatoes warm potatoes parsley you've got your red onion and this reduction which was stock and vinegar mm -hmm. okay that's great i don't know if anybody can see that that's the beginning of the seasoning i'm just gonna everybody will see everything after but just so you can see what's going on in the middle yeah and so now with these all these salads would be great to sit for a little while you could do them up ahead of time yeah i'm de definitely rushing them because yeah. well i want to first of all show you how how i'm doing some of the process and then you can actually and then actually see it so you ready and sorry i'm i i have to interject here i've forced john to include this bit we literally <laughs> talk about how he's very humble about all of his achievements and as we're talking about them here he was trying to cut this out but i've forced him to keep uh. it in <laughs> It happens. Yeah. He's very humble about the things he's achieved. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ace Brewing was I, Ace Brewing was a lot of fun because they actually would give us their beer. And I would create, 
Anytime somebody's giving you beer, it's, yeah, I'm always it's a good happy. trade. But they, I was taking their beer and reducing it down and, and adding it into um, adding it into an ice cream. So it would have that the, the, the hoppy flavor in the ice cream or a malty flavor depending on the beers. Um, I'm start passing some plate, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to yeah. start passing plate some of these beer. around. Yeah. And I guess what's good for the goose is good for the gander because then we somewhat covered mine. Oh, <laughs> My achievements a little bit of things Darren's has done over the years. Yeah. It's a big list when we start going through. I know. It's a little, it, you know. Yeah, it feels like you're kind of patting yourself on the on your own back, but about um, you know, you had people that would just show up with baskets. That reminds me back. I used to work at Gourmet by the Sea way back. It was my first serving job. Way back. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I worked there for five years. They like I started working there. I think I was 16, 17. And I would, they hired me as a dishwasher and then trained me as a bartender when I was 18, which they should have. And then uh, as soon as I turned 19, they put me on the floor. And, but um, we went on a camping trip and our boss, the first night of the camping trip, we were all like, okay, so he's like, well, I've got dinner planned. You know, like all the dinners are planned by me. You guys are going to have to do your own lunches. And so the first night, that was just it. He was like, he just sent everybody to go pick things and grab this and go that. And nobody knew what any of this stuff was. And we ate, we literally ate off the beach. We went to Tree Island and we had, we went, picked some oysters. I don't know if we were supposed to. <laughs> and uh, we had uh, sea asparagus and we had, like we had a salad made out of the greens there. Like it was fantastic. And it, like, that's literally the moment that my eyes opened up to food. I was just like, oh my God. We live in a place where food is all around us. And I, uh, yeah, that's what started. That's why I. That's why Edible Valley is. It's sort of exploring all that food around us. Okay, and then a part that even I was surprised that we would be doing, I wasn't even aware. John breaks out pastry and decides he's going to make strudel from scratch, or not even pastry, <laughs> the flour bag. Starts making strudel from scratch. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And we got into some measuring. <laughs> and I have to admit, the dough I made in front of everyone was not very nice. Like I pre-made the dough. Right. That's the old magic of television. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, here's one I made. He had, a, he had a pre-made. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Like, you, this is so you had planned it. I had planned that. Nice. Bit ahead, so. Right. And then the dough or the the other ingredients. And then it's just a little bit of oil and salt. <clears throat> And basically, we're just going to make a very, very... And so this isn't about exact, it's about it's about consistency, right? Yeah. Probably the part that a lot of people were there for, or tuned in for, John, chef, starts revealing some chef tricks and tips as he's getting into the heart of it, the goulash, the, the schnitzel, little tips and tricks that you might not know mm. if you weren't a seasoned professional. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I always like onions. I always like to cook my onions down. Which means? Which means I like to have at least that nice translucent look to them. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but onions are six times, six times sweeter than sugar. Yes. <clears throat> so it's just the fact that they have, uh, what is it? The, the, uh, you know how they got the bitterness to it. What makes you cry? <laughs> so that what that is in there. So once, so that's like a bitterness, so that animals don't eat it. But once you cook it, you cook that that bitterness out of it, and then that's where that sugar comes. And that's why I like caramelized onions. When you take beautiful caramelized onions and cook them down.
want it in there? Because I'm not I found a trick. Up. If you guys want to collect local tomatoes, <clears throat> God, I wish I knew this years ago. Get your local tomatoes when they're at season and you have a nice deep freeze. Throw them in a bag. Throw them in the deep freezer. Uh, when you go to make a tomato sauce or something like that, pull them out and throw them into a bu bucket of water, and the skins peel right off. Right. Literally, you just drop them in the water. Skins peel right off. Dice them up, and you've got this beautiful, you nice. Skip the blanch. Sk yeah, exactly. Skip the blanching. It's way less work. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what you're really doing with this, like the purpose behind the pounding, is you're just breaking down all that tendon, all that musculature, right? You're breaking mm. it down so it's super soft, super you're tender. It tender. most exciting part of what's going on to the being recorded right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind if I take a picture of the Go right you ahead. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all welcome to participate as much as you like. Yeah, you can almost turn that down a little bit. Yeah. I will tell you a thing that if you go to Austria and you order schnitzel, Thanks. yeah, they have a rule there. If you order schnitzel and 10 minutes later you don't hear, <laughs> you leave. Supposed to be made to order. Yeah. It's no. To order. To order. That's they're very sticklers Why about is that. that. Like, what's the, is there an it is well the perfect schnitzel. I'm hoping I can pull this off. <laughs> uh, is basically rarely happens, but basically you get a bubble of air between the meat and the breadcrumbs <clears throat> on both sides, and so that is that. So you get that really right. crunchy, crisp of the breadcrumbs, and yeah, you've got this nice tender piece of meat that's not overcooked, right? So yeah, so if you've had it done, if it was pre-made, that would either collapse or it wouldn't do it at you begin, just, to you, begin with. It wouldn't. It wouldn't expand. The breadcrumbs would get too much moisture in there, right? So it doesn't. So the meat would sweat into the breadcrumbs, so you're not getting that. Uh, and then John talked about his history of what this menu is to him and the variety of schnitzels he's done and where he's done them and where he got the start and why this was a, Bavar a Bavarian menu. Then we'll go with Bavarian. <laughs> I, I was calling it a Germanic. Right. Yeah. Just because I was kind of encompassing a, a couple regions, so... German, yeah. Austrian, right, exactly. Hungarian, you know, yeah. all those regions. So, so yeah, and and uh, you know, we got a bit of an overview here and some audience participation again. We used to do that back in the day. So yeah, I mean, we would do we would do a whole bunch of them. So we would do the Kingfisher Schnitzel was the biggest popular one. It was sauteed prawns with a bunch of. Um, sauteed prawns and hollandaise sauce on top of it. Oh my god. Yeah. We have the rom, rom schnitzel. Ooh, that's too far. Yeah. Uh, rom schnitzel, which was a uh, unbreaded schnitzel, so just a pork cutlet. And then we would put, um, God, put me on the spot. Uh, it was a lemon cream sauce. A lemon cream yeah. demi glaze. Uh, we had the zigoiner. Wait, Zwiebel was an red wine onion sauce on top of it. Zagoiner was like a it was like a Hungarian goulash. So a rich peppery sauce with mustard, paprika, and pickles in it. 
and that went on that was one of my personal favorites yeah beautiful one uh we had then the uh i'm a i'm a huge mushroom fan so i use generally it's uh jaeger yeah or hunter the hunter yeah the jaeger so we did and that's what we had we had the jaeger schnitzel which was without the breadcrumbs on and then we had the uh the hunter which was with the mushroom mushroom bacon sauce nice Oh, I think we just took off the menu at local. It was on our... Oh, is it? Yeah, we had it on the mixed grill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, as we're wrapping up, I got to plug one of my other gigs where I've been uh, doing articles for CV Collective Magazine, including the uh, my past issues and the upcoming garlic episode. So please take a look at the next issue of CV Magazine for that. And we have a whole episode we did way back on garlic. Way we? back with yeah. Arzina. And I touch in with Arzina again on, oh. for this issue. That's awesome. From um, Amara Farms. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, they are really great. We're doing a, a tart, a vegan tart at the moment at the Atlas. Oh, yeah. And we're using Amara Farms blackberries for that. It's oh. delicious. Oh, She's amazing. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Big, big supporter and big person who pushed this podcast for yeah. us in the beginning. You know what? I'm... About to write an article for garlic on, to CB Magazine next week. Oh, yeah. Why don't you educate me on garlic? <laughs> Darren's writing for CB. Uh, yeah, I write for this, the Commercial <clears throat> Collective magazine that you see for free around town. I write the food articles there right now. So this next one's on garlic. Yeah. in two weeks, and you're talking about garlic scapes, so let's talk about this. Garlic scapes. Yeah. Did everyone use garlic scapes here? What's that? Yeah, they've just asked me to start including recipe of my choice. So last, the last episode or the last issue I did was mushrooms, and I included a mushroom soup recipe using local mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. And then we wrap it up with dessert. John's ice cream and strudel made right before your eyes. Yeah, well, as we shipped it <laughs> off into the back and made Leah, who was, who was a little disappointed as she's packing salad in the commercial kitchen they have yeah. there, and she's like, "I have to turn the oven on to four. <laughs> she's stuck in the kitchen and she said i i just looked up and she's like we do 500 bags of greens a week now and she's stuffing and then we're like oh by the way can you stand beside this oven in this kitchen <laughs> while this strudel cooks <laughs> okay so what have we what have we added so far you so wait we threw in a little bit of milk we threw in a little bit of sugar mm -hmm. and basically we're just going to stir this just to dissolve Sure. everything out and so the yogurt and cream yes and i do have a thing of vanilla and unfortunately i made some ice cream and i spilt my vanilla and that was all oh I no <laughs> i saved how's it. the strudel do you like that? it's out of the oven oh first perfect darren i'm gonna let you stir this for a second my and goodness I you think i can handle it get our other little device here okay i could send you but i think this will just be quicker okay <coughs> Knock everything over here. This is how the ice cream machine, uh, ice cream started. Is I bought this. This, that's a, this is the genesis of Blue Spruce. Started. It was literally. I well, that sounds absolutely great. I'm genuinely really sorry I missed that. It sounds like a really, really good day. I like the, the surprises there that, <laughs> that John did. I would have loved to have seen Darren do the washing up. Although maybe I would have been doing the washing up. <laughs> it's quite possible. Actually, wow. no, I even said that. We, we talked about that. We, we imagined your role to be more the host and I would have just been supporting John. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. 
But yeah, it was. We missed you there, uh, but we're glad everything worked out. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Look forward to being able to do something like that again. De- definitely. I yeah. have. I have a feeling we're going to do this. Yeah, a few more times. Great. Right. We're going to make sure Will's uh, got his residency card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and doesn't have to stress about those things. Yeah. There'll be other stresses, but you know, like always, we can do this. You know. So, so. and something I think we should mention before we cut this is uh, we are looking at developing a Patreon program of some sort. And um, just so that you can see what that would give you or what kind of access that would give you, uh, we're just going to put up the full two-hour unedited recording while we're there at the Clever Crow. Eventually, probably, we'd have it recorded with video as well. Mm. But those are the kind of things that if you supported us on Patreon, you'd be, you would have access to. Yeah, absolutely. So essentially, it would be almost uh, access to that because we're going to have... Right the camera work to show you how you can do everything as well wherever you are in the world so right. it'd be a, a lot of value we were packing into that. absolutely i mean you'd be literally getting john walking you through eight recipes right there absolutely so yeah, yeah. it should be something fun for the future for us so. yeah looking and, forward to all of these new yeah. developments and we do actually have on our, our edible valley site uh, we do have Patreon set up, so it's a $5 a month subscription. Great. And I think we're promising just to thank you for being a supporter of our podcast right now. And yeah. that's going to expand as we... As we generate more content that we feel is targeted perfectly for the Patreons. Yeah. Absolutely. Okie dokie. Well, thank you for, for taking me through that. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, for everything. We had such a great time. Again, like I said... Glad everything worked out. And uh, thanks for listening to the Edible Valley podcast. And uh, what's, what's, what's your uh, role again, Darren? <laughs> From Darren Howlett, the dishwasher. Thank you. <laughs> I still get to be chef, right? <laughs> you can just be chef. I'll just be chef today. <laughs> and I'm William. I'm the producer. And uh, we hope you have a lovely day. Cheers. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips behind the scenes. And of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. But yeah, this is this is all John Show. I think the idea was that we were gonna make a try to make a podcast or try to fit this into a podcast. But I think now what we'll just do is just do this and take whatever we get and turn it into a podcast after. So so yeah. The world of editing. Yeah, exactly. We'll just edit it into something. And this has been Yeah, beep, 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 beep. Shut up. Okay, ready again?